We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. That was a slow one. I'm Neil McCready. That's Tyler Siski. Sign on my serial killer. It's Tyler Siski here for a uh, Thursday Make It Rain edition of the show. Make it rain. We will. Uh, we will be. We'll be talking about uh, a handful of topics today. Let's see what all we got. We got. Yeah, I heard uh, you made fun of my Make It Rain depth of my falsetto on the show this morning. I called about the first 30 minutes of your show, and I heard you I just said me. that I can't do that. My voice is Have too, you ever tried? My voice Let's is Let's try. I can't. I, I, at the end of a week, there's no way. Come on, man. Maybe on a Sunday or Monday I can pull it off. We're going to talk about a number of things. I, a lot of it is just my voice is too manly to do that. I'm just so, I'm such a. <laughs> Testosterone running through your veins. Just coursing through my veins on an everyday basis. I mean, just when you look at me, I miss the first thing you think of is, God, could anybody be more of a man than that? <laughs> I mean, it's like me, John Wayne, the Marlboro Man, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, who else is in our group? <laughs> Tom Selleck. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and me. <laughs> hey, do you ever self-talk to yourself? Yeah. So, I yeah. don't a lot. I don't a lot. But I, I mean, when I, mean, I do, it's pretty critical. Do you criticize yourself? Oh my you, God! I mean, when you self-talk, or do you motivate yourself when you self-talk? Well, for the first forty some odd years of my life, I was vicious to myself. I said things to myself on a regular basis that I would not say to people that I hate. <laughs> so, literally, <laughs> would say things to myself. That almost made me cry. Like I was, it was so critical, so vicious. You were trolling yourself. Oh, it was horrible. And then, I mean, no joke. I mean, like, I'll I'll read a BetterHelp ad a little later. Yeah. 
therapy was a difference maker for me. It, it, it literally was. It probably, I don't want to be hyperbolic here. I don't want to say that it saved my life. May have. But it definitely changed my life. I mean, I, I've gotten to where now when I start in on that, I catch myself and go, oh, whoa, stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop. What do, why, why are you, why are we doing this? What's going on? Why are we, why are you criticizing yourself? Calm down a minute. I don't mean the silly stuff like, hey, I'm bald. I, I get yeah. It. Like people go, hey, you're bald. Like you think, you don't think I know that? I mean, <laughs> believe me, it's the first thing I see. But stuff with like, uh, just negativity, yeah. like about about my career or about things I didn't do or when someone will take a little shot about something like that. I, what used to like trigger stuff in me now is like whatever. I, I catch it, process it, let it go. Yeah, the only thing it. that really, if somebody says something like a troll, the only thing that that stuff doesn't even bother me, like even a little bit. Um, I think it's funny sometimes. The things that now if it's somebody that you care about, like if my wife says some shit or – my dad or my mom, yeah, I get I get a little pissed off. Um, if they say something to you about something? Yeah. Like critical of you? Yeah, I get pissed. But if it's somebody else, I, I, I whatever. How often does your wife get critical of you? Oh, man. Um, I mean, like, really critical. Really I mean, critical? Like, I don't mean, like, play She's play cool. Critical. She, I mean, we've been together a long time. She doesn't really get critical of me. She gets, uh, she's never questioned anything I've ever done career-wise, any career move. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, she's gotten smart about it. Like, so I didn't want to leave here. All right. Oxford to go to Alabama. All right. You didn't want to leave Ole Miss to go to Alabama. Yeah, I didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've told you this. Um, it was tough. It was, uh, one, oh, leave, leaving freeze, leaving freeze staff gotcha. to go to Alabama. That was tough. And, um, it's the only decision I've ever made because of money. And I've always told people that I've advised never mm-hmm. make a decision based on money. Now, I've, now I've lived it. But um, part of the deal was is that the money was so life changing mm-hmm. that uh, my wife got a new car out of the deal. So that was, uh, and then she wrecked it nine days later. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, uh, but no, it was. Uh, I the only time like I've self talked it made me laugh when you think about that. We lose to Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl, my first year at Alabama. And we got we had to keep the planes leaving at like, you know, usually you go home after the game. Well, that was an eight late kick, you know, New Year's, I don't know when it was around New Year's. A lot of times after on bowl games, they will let the kids stay and Yeah, he'll stay a night or whatever. Yeah. We get beat. Okay, not a fun time. And um, I had some drinks in my room, and I go to bed, I don't know, late. And I wake up, you know, your natural clock goes off, so I've probably been asleep like two or three hours. And I'm walking from, and I didn't want to wake, my wife had gotten back early, and so they were asleep, and so we had this, uh, they had, they set us up right. We had three rooms at the hotel, so you had like a corner suite, and you had a king-size room connecting and a double bed, so the kids stayed in the double, we had the king, it was like you basically had a road apartment, right? Uh-huh. But uh, what do you call those, is it Murphy bed, is where they pulls out of the wall? I think so. All right, so in the middle of the king suite, I walk in there, it's open bar, you know, all that. So everybody's asleep. I walk in there, turn on the game to rewatch the game, pull the Murphy bed down. I sleep, you know, and I get up at like five o'clock to take a shower to go get ready to get on the plane. And I walk by the mirror and it's like a full size mirror and I walk past it. You know, it's like, you know, this wide. I walk by it and I stopped and I backed up and I look (laughs) 
And I was like, I got to effing quit. And, dude, from that day on, I lost like 40 pounds before the next season started. Is that right? Yeah, that, that motivated me to lose weight. So, yeah. Because a lot of coaches battle that because recruiting and you, the dude, long hours. You can't. And, like, people have no idea. You can't. There's no way to – and during recruiting, coaching, like you have basically the window from the time recruiting is over with in February until um, basically fall camp starts. That's like your diet window because you have no chance. You have no chance to diet because the only thing you can eat is – something bad for you. You don't have time to eat anything else. It's very, very, very difficult to diet during the season. And basically it's, it's probably not healthy. You know, you need carbs, you need a lot of things for your brain, and you need to eat to live. It's, it's bad. Bad diet for coaches. That's how, I mean, nicotine and coffee and rain. I was going to say, what the answer, the answer. I've been a beast. I'd be the head coach of the Patriots right now if I if I'd had rain back in the day. <laughs> Call some great plays. <laughs> you'd be, uh, you'd be Belichick. Yeah, yeah. Did you see my man Cole put out the tweet today with uh, Belichick on it? I did. It's pretty good. I did. It's pretty good. We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, three hundred milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. All right, where you want to start? You want to start with? Um, couple of SEC West coaches getting some criticism. And with one in particular, I think it's completely unfounded. And with the other, I think it is a result of nothing other than losing. I think you're 100% accurate. So I'll set you up. Brian right. Harson. Yeah, so. Brian Harson's not letting players redshirt. Um, and, uh, or he's telling some guys, hey, look, I need you to play. Uh, if 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 you if you're whole, so obsessed with redshirting, you need to quit because I need you to play, and it's causing some t- tumult. And the other is Jimbo Fisher, who's having to suspend players at Texas A and M because they got caught smoking dope in the locker room on the road, apparently in South Carolina. And I think this is more than just that. I think it's I that think- would be so far fetched to me for that to actually happen. I, again, I don't know, haven't asked anybody, but for somebody to be smoking weed. In a locker room. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that I come to- on. I'm man. not sure that I totally buy it because there's never a time in one of those visiting locker rooms that there aren't coaches or trainers or whatever around, right? And they're so small. Yeah, like dude, it, like I've never been in the visiting locker room at South Carolina. Let's call it the home locker room. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to smoke weed in the freaking locker room? Well, if you and told nobody me it, know about it, if you told me it happened in the home locker room, I would tell you that maybe some like. I mean, the stuff smells. Like, hypothetically, okay, hypothetically at Ole Miss, (laughs) you could walk out into that little corridor outdoors. I mean, I'm not saying this ever happened. I don't think on game day. Right. In the corridor, the outdoor corridor where the coaches park and stuff. Yeah, I Before the steps up to the – If you told me it happened out there an hour before the game, sure. You're shitting me. I'm just saying. Not when I was there. No, before you. Because we had a problem when I got here. Um, let me just put it this way. Oh, I know of some shit. If you told me to bet my life against it in 2011, I would not. Okay. Okay. I mean, I would just be like, no, I'm not, I'm not going there. Right. Because I heard too much specifics. All right. So let's, but, ta- but, let's start with that, though, okay? But in South Carolina, in, in, at that – so what it tells me is that this is 
something that is happening in either inside their building or guys are failing tests over and over and over and it's getting out. I don't I don't know. All right, so let's let's start here. Let's start with the old Mary Jane, the old Marijuana. All right. If you don't think if you are a college football fan, all right, and you are a fan of your team, there is not one single program in the United States of America that has not dealt, including your Iowa Hawkeyes, that's not dealt with somebody failing a drug test, stop smoking you stop weed, this slander right like, now. People are like, "Oh my gosh, we got kids on our college football team smoking weed." Well, no shit. Every every college in America, every football team in America, maybe besides that one. Now, he may actually not. I don't know. I can't speak for them. If you take out Liberty, maybe BYU, I don't know. But No way. <laughs> you're probably right. I'll get it It's aside. not happening. But Hey, can I get a vodka with cranberry splash of Sprite? <laughs> God almighty. Put it in styrofoam, though. I don't want anybody to know. You're killing me. All right. Yeah, over in the corner there. All right, so... Golly, you're going for you woke up and chose violence today. No, I just right. talking out loud. <laughs> but I, I, I ordered a drink. I just said you chose violence. I, I like ordered it. a I drink. I like your violence. All right. So every every single university in America has kids smoking dope on their team. Shocker, newsflash. Yep. Okay, I'm yep. just telling you the truth. This is reality. This is not. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. All right. To the point that the NCAA is changing their drug their drug testing policies to help that out a little bit. All right, now where things have changed is when I started coaching in the early 2000s, a kid failed a drug test, your ass is off the team. You're done. We're sending you home. We're packing you up. You're gone. Um, And then this thing called APR kicked in. And when APR kicked in, golly, you say you you chose violence. It's your fault. All right. Um, When APR kicked in, all of a sudden you started getting these retention points and everything else, and kids started getting second, third, and fourth, and fifth, and sixth, and seventh, and eighth chances. So – but every every team smokes weed. The thing that pisses me off a little bit about it, I actually feel bad for the guy a little bit, is it's because they're losing. He's a low-hanging fruit, and everybody's just hammering Texas A&M because they're low-hanging fruit right now. But guess what? It happens here. It happens down south. It happens up north. It happens everywhere. Everywhere. Well, since you referenced Hugh Freeze and I didn't. Excuse me? I didn't. I didn't. I just said it didn't happen at his program. I said it probably didn't happen there. And then I ordered a drink. Okay. That's all, all right. I did, okay? I was actually I will say this. choosing not violence. I will say this. The first few years when Freeze was here, oh. never heard a word about stuff going on off the field. Literally. It was, oh, no, he's salt of the earth. I mean, just amazing. And then, then the L's came, and one L in particular a 35 point was it 35 I don't want to exaggerate I think I it was 35 I, I think it was 62 to 27 or something like that in the egg bowl at home I mean, was, to Mississippi well, state within 24 hours people were not only telling me stuff I was getting details that's just the way it works you know, if you're winning everything's hunky dory winning is the cleanser no it's unbelievable yes no it really is like if I ever, hey, look, here's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to knock on wood here. If, ever, if it's ever time for me to check out, and I haven't done this by now, if something happens, I'm going to write a tell-all book. And if it say it's time for me to check out, and I'm going to knock on wood because, Lord, I do not want this to happen. I got kids and babies and stuff. But if it ever comes time, if I go to the doctor and he tells me, hey, you got X amount of time, I'm writing a tell-all book. 
because I'm, I'm, I'm gone. You know what I mean? And let me tell you something. It's going to – it may go to the straight to the number one bestseller right behind Resilient Rebels. I mean, that's, that'll be right, I'll be right behind him. Yeah. But it's going to the number two at least. Everybody I know writing books. I could write a book. Because if I wrote the book today, you probably would find me with the concrete boots on at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. People would come hunt you oh, down, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to. I'm, 55 to 20 was that final score. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I'm not going to. But if it, if it comes time for me to check out, okay. I got some stuff to say. All right. Or we could just do it on the podcast and just go straight to ESPN. What do you think? <laughs> In this case, you're checking out. And what if I'm not ready to check out with you? Yeah, we'll both What if it. I'm like, hey, hey uh, can I get a late see what had ha- See what had happened was. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, that's the deal there. And then, far as Harson with red shirting, again, a low hanging fruit. Everybody wants to pick on the guy. He's not wrong. All right, if you've played, it's it's per kid, right? Yeah. Every situation is different. It's per kid. But if you told me, all right, what they got five games left, you can play in four of them. If you haven't played till right now, okay, son, we're gonna play you four of the next five games, and we're gonna be good to go. I just realized we have the same uh, over-under. Not over-under, same money line. Do we really? Yeah, I'm going to have to go search for another one. That's okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mine's the first one on that list. Is that what you're looking yeah, at? that was mine too. Well, maybe a good great line. Great, great minds. Great minds thing alike. You know, you know what happens when we do that? Do we dare try the 11-0 and record on the money line tonight? Oh, wow. Do we dare do it? It's not tonight, is it? Oh, yeah. Is nine, that game tonight? 9 o'clock. Okay. Go ahead. I'm All sorry. right. So, but if the kid's got four games left and he hasn't played, and you've got five games left, play him and then make a decision. But if the kid's played games, right? Let's say they've played seven games and he's played in four or five of them, and he doesn't want to play in one more game. But you tell the kid, "Look, you're about to start five games. You're either on this team or you're not." Right. Because now you, you're you're saying you're not going to redshirt when I'm fixing to play you nine of the twelve games. That's no bueno for a team. You're not on the team, and so for him. The inmates cannot run the asylum. I don't think he's trying to ruin the kids, okay? I think he's trying to win football games and do his job because he's working for the Auburn University. He's not working for the university of whatever your name is, kid. But if if he's just doing it to, like, if it was just going to play one game, cool. No, I, I get it with a kid. But kids can't dictate when they play or not. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because when that happens, now we get that you know the inmates run the asylum. Now you got a problem. Um, but anyway, that's just my whole deal on that. Is I don't think he was. In, I don't think Harson was in the wrong. Matter of fact, I think he was in the right. And dude, I'm borderline. I feel bad for the guy. I do. I borderline feel bad for the guy. I do because he's trying to freaking do a job, and every at every turn he's trying to do the right thing. And guess what, Auburn? He's trying to do the right thing for your university. He's trying to do the right thing for your university, and you're hammering him for it. That's just dumb. I'm so sick of the Auburn shit. By the way, just when they tell, when they hire a head coach, you just let me know. That's all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is the last words I'm talking about the Auburn situation. He I'm might, done. He might call. I'm you, so sick of it. That coach might call you to work for him. Well, he he better keep calling because he ain't gonna get an answer, or he'll get the answer. He'll get an answer just the one he doesn't want. Grind does not feel bad for him. I mean, I get it, Grind. I mean, I understand from a fan's perspective. I do. And then, like, Grind, I don't just – I get it. I mean, trust me, I get it. I'm just I – wish, I wish the fans knew the truth. And it's like, it's like bad media, okay, which media has painted a bad picture. 
and this is the other thing that really pisses me off, is when the local beat writers join in on the fun so they can get clicks and they get more subscriptions on their deal. That pisses me off. Tell the truth. They know the truth, and they're bullshit, and that pisses me off. All right, that's the last I'm going to say about Auburn. You sure? Yeah, I'm done. You're good? I'm good. That's all you have to say. Grind will, grind will trigger me before this is all over. He'll bring up some Auburn somewhere in the next couple of weeks. The next conversation I'm talking about Auburn is when a head coach is hired. Okay. All right. I'll just sit here and listen to you talk about it until they hire a head coach. I done. Don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about them. I mean, it is what it is. They're going to they, – they've – I'm not doing it. You can't get me. <laughs> not doing it. I know you. I'm not doing it. They've, they've decided – they decided that they were going to have a couple of coups – and they can't figure out they can't figure out how to execute the backside of the coup. They get, they do the coup and then when it comes time to finish the coup someone steps in and goes I, no 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 let's let's do it this way. And they just kind of keep repeating themselves. Nope. And here they are now with I think the whole plan was to get Hartwell and Hartwell would hire Freeze and they would sort of run it back. And now I, I'm getting the, the, the sense that eh, it might not be. might be a different AD who would hire a, a completely different kind of coach, and I wonder whether that coach would be acceptable to the boosters that, that be. Because if they hire a, a AD who has the blessing of the SEC, but not the Auburn godfathers, if you will, you're just repeating it. You're just doing it again with new names. Same play, new cast. You know what the definition of insanity is, Neil? That. Auburn. Nope, not saying. I'm just saying, do you know what the definition is? I will not say their name. I'm done. <laughs> the definition of doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. That's it. So, hey, that, that could be their news. They used to have like audacity and stuff like that. Awesome. Theirs could just be insanity. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. Stop it. <laughs> All right, that's all I'm saying. All about right, that. all right, all right. All hey, right. there's some uh, new NIL legislation that got passed. Yeah, I think it will be. I, good. I don't think "passed" is the right word, by the way. It just sort it's of called, got implemented. What's it called? It's called uh, interim policies. <laughs> Whatever that means. Sure, sure. So basically, now, and here's the. Let's. There's a bunch of stuff in it. First of all, so there's going to be a lot. There's a lot of. Uh, fine print in this stuff that's going to affect a lot of different schools, different ways. And I won't go into one of them. We'll talk later when I get permission to talk about one of them. But um, the one in particular that will be of note, especially to collectives, is now coaches can go do appearances with collectives. They can go do a fundraiser. Go have a golf tournament with your collective. Go do a, you know, bring memorabilia and all that stuff. Coaches can now be involved with the collectives. But here was the most important thing of this whole deal is state, and they say this in here, state law supersedes NCAA legislation. Right. All right, so the actual, and I, and I copied and pasted it right here so you could see it so I could read it correctly. It said the guidance in this document is subject to state laws or executive actions with the force of law in effect. So that's like, this is how the NCAA works. They put out like this big-ass long deal, mm-hmm. and they just stick that in there, right? Yeah. So, but here's what the interesting thing for me is going to be coming out of this. If this is adopted, and I think it will be, 
now you're going to have, and I will say this, the state of Mississippi, state of Louisiana, state of Texas, state of South Carolina, have all, you know, California and New York have all jumped ahead of this. This is going to force or put pressure on universities with their state legislatures and governors and things like that to pass legislation in state to keep up with the Joneses. Because mm-hmm. they're going out, hey, this is the rules. Now you can get away with this is basically what they're saying if your state laws, they're letting the states, basically saying the states judge, right? And so now the state legislation will have to step in and pass some things to give them the advantages that other states are going to have. Mississippi is in a good a good setup with this. So is Louisiana, so is Texas. Uh, South Carolina is California, New York. New what about York. Iowa? Eh, not, not so much. Really? No. we got to fix that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is I think you're going to see that happen in the next cycle. And the problem is, though, is you got elections going on right now, right? Like, if they would have came out with this, like, two yeah, months the ago. Elections, the elections are in... 10 days. Yeah, I'm saying you could have came up with it. I'm saying you could have come up with this like two months ago. Somebody could have ran on it in the state of Iowa. Hey, he would have won. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. All kidding aside, like football fans are passionate. Could have have bought you some votes. You don't say. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. 12 days till the election. So they'll they'll solve that. This episode brought to you by the Biden administration. We're good for the rest of the day. We're good. Yeah. We can say like nine F-bombs now. Think they like us? They probably don't like us very much. Which ones? The Biden administration. Uh, I mean. They got bigger issues. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're worried too much. Uh, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. We talked about therapy a little while ago. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Like I said, I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, clear negative thoughts, kind of mentally relax a little, come up with tools to just, frankly, kind of chill. It's a life changer for me. Increase my happiness. If you're thinking of uh, giving therapy a try, BetterHelp's a great option for you. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, it's entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist for filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists anytime you want. You can turn the video off, you can keep it on, it's up to you. Whatever makes you comfortable. Because when you want to be a better problem solver, Therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. You know what time it is? It is two. Oh, you mean, you mean, oh, is it that time? It's time for the road to Boise. The road to Boise. Come on, hit that, hit that, uh, make it rain Thursday falsetto for me one time. I can't. I'm telling you. All right, let's make a wager. All right, let's do something. All right. If this this week side bet. All right. All right. If you win our picks this week, just this week, one one only. Okay. I will dress up Monday in a Halloween costume for Halloween. Okay. If I win. You have to hit me and make it rain. Make it rain Thursday. Make it rain falsetto. Okay, fair enough. Deal. All fair right. enough. All right. So you want to crank it up? Yeah, let's go. So I have a like point eight lead, right? Yeah, it's like you have basically point eight three. I think point eight, point yeah. eight three, somewhere it's in just that. Just shy lead. of a game. Yeah, because our records are actually even. Um, so we'll start with the NFL, Neil. 
Yeah, let's do let's start in the NFL because I have to start searching for another college. Are you gonna go with another one? Keep it. I don't care. I don't know. I mean, that was the one that I liked. That's the only one I had. So I have one other one that I could do. Yeah, it's up to you, man. I don't no, want I'll, you to feel like. I, no, I'll do the other okay. one. I like the other one too. All right. So we'll start in the NFL, and you know when I'm starting it. Neil, I'm starting it tonight. Oh, are you really? Yes. Okay. Twenty-seven days of consecutive football yes, starts sir. tonight. Starts tonight. We'll get a little action action next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Yeah, there's only two Mac games on Saturday. I saw that at first. I was like, what? And then I went, oh, Maction's on its way. Yeah. Hey, GJ, I'll get back to your question just a little bit when we get a break. Uh, I will not forget that question. All right. <clears throat> oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we do this, I just remembered our buddy Grind sent a super chat. Oh. And we were still sorting through some of the technical stuff. Before oh, we I didn't started. see it. I, I saw it and at the time. All right. First of all, Grind, thank you, buddy. He says, I locked in ULL, Louisiana Lafayette, plus one and under 21.5 for the first half and under 43 for the game. Wants to get your thoughts on ULL at Southern Miss tonight and also thoughts on Virginia Tech at NC State. Big game tonight. Um, I would have – I'm not touching either one of those games, Grind. Um, I like short weeks. I normally would go all Southern Miss on this game, but ULL, they watch them play Marshall. They look good. It's kind of like they're getting better and starting to get their, their ducks in a row now. Um, Southern Miss, I know, has a – it's a huge game for Southern Miss. One, it's at home, yeah. short week, but they kind of have – they've got a tough schedule coming up. they got their remaining. They're sitting at four and three, I think is what we, we looked at. And they have, you know, they have ULL tonight. They have Georgia State next week. they got South Alabama. they got Coastal Carolina. And then they got somebody late. But anyway, Southern Miss needs this game to get to bowl eligibility. So it is a really big game um, for them with what they got left on the schedule. Uh, so I think it's going to be a good game. And I, I like the under call there, uh, Grind. Uh, Virginia Tech, NC State's going to be a slaughter. I'm going uh, Wolfpack all day long. Quickie clients. Agreed. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Agreed. slaughter. Agreed. Where's that game? Is it in? It's at uh, NC State. Okay. Yeah. By the way, since I've been working, you know, they were one of the. We've been working with them, I guess, a couple months. Dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, Doran's good. Know what they're doing. Doran's good. Like, dude. Get to the point where it used to be like a running joke around here, right? That, you know, um, the the interim year that Matt was the interim coach. In fairness to Ross, and I criticize Ross a lot, the guy he was going to hire, and this isn't a slap at Matt at all, he felt like, hey, it was time, fresh start, Let's do something new. Let's bring in a new staff. Separate from all the NCAA stuff. Completely cut ties with Freeze. He was going to hire Dave Doran. He had actually convinced Dave Doran to take the Ole Miss job, essentially sight unseen, not even knowing what the NCAA penalty would be. Yeah, dude. He look. They, it it would have been a good hire. And Ole Miss people push back. It's boring. It's what. And I get it. It's whatever. I get it. And with the benefit of the whole Kiffin and all the stuff, they go, see? It's like, yeah, but look at what he's done at NC State. Yeah. Very steady. He is just – he's kind of like – and Grind, I see Grind saying as he goes, Dave never covers, but he wins. He's kind of like Dable, right? They just find a way, man. And and, and kind of different, different, different kinds ways. of ways. He's right. got – you know, quarterbacks beat up. He almost snuck out one up on Syracuse a couple weeks ago with a backup quarterback. But all right, here we go tonight. It's starting tonight. NFL starting tonight. Yeah. All right. And I'm starting my picks tonight. Okay. I got two of them tonight. I've got one tonight, but go ahead. The Baltimore Ravens are going down and playing Skeletor 
and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the <laughs> Skeletor. Yeah. I, <laughs> Face I, is sucking in. I mean, he's, he's – I don't know what he's doing. He chose poorly. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. And this is – I've picked against Baltimore a ton, okay? But Tampa Bay is so bad right now. Tom Brady hasn't won – like, hadn't lost three games or something in like 20 years. Well, guess what? Tennessee hadn't beaten Alabama in like 20 years, and that's what we're doing in 2022. We're making mm-hmm. new things. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens all over. I mean, Tampa Bay's got dudes out on defense, like their whole defense is out. I'm going the Baltimore Ravens huge tonight. And, by the way, I'm getting two points, so it's Baltimore plus two at Tampa Bay. Okay. I don't hate that pick. I mean, I hope you're wrong because I, <laughs> I want the Bengals to take command in the, in the NFC, AFC North, but – I get it. Dude, they got their ass kicked in Carolina by nobodies. All right. I'm going to uh, not start my NFL picks on Thursday, but instead I'm going to start mine on Sunday morning over the pond, across the pond, (laughs) over there in Great Britain. What a little tea and crumpets at 8.30 in the morning. 8.30 in the morning. 8.30 a.m. It works out great for me. It's a great day when the NFL is an 8.30 game. Because I come in here, Ole Miss has an open date. I don't have any coaches. Oh, this, oh, oh it's, gonna be, it's gonna be great. No coaches shows. Did you want to come drink some beer? Yeah, sure. No coaches shows. I mean, some rain light. Not coaches shows. No player shows. And I'm gonna come in here. I'm gonna turn on Jacksonville and Denver. Okay. And I think I can get ten thoughts finished by noon. I'll do. It usually takes me three to four hours to do ten thoughts. It's roughly the ballpark. Some days I'll get writer's block and I'm like six hours. I'm sitting here staring at the computer. And some days I'm like cruising, like on steroids. In two hours I'm done, like son of a bitch. But usually, and I'm like 130 times into it now, so got it down. Okay. It's it's usually three and a half-ish hours, right? So I'll start. My goal, and the player shows have messed this up because I'm doing player shows. The first one's at two. Just not doing bye week kind of deal? I'm not doing all the way. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give them a, give them a break. Give me no. a break. Take a break. So I think I can be done by noon and have a totally different kind of Sunday, right? Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um. Okay. Jacksonville and Denver. I bet I know where you're going with this because if you're going the other th- direction, I'm gonna be confused. I think this is an absolute lie. I think his team is beginning to hate him. Father Time hates him. And Jacksonville always plays well in London, even when they suck. Because wasn't they going to make that their home field at one time where they talked about they it? They talked about yeah. it. And their owner owns one of the English Premier League teams, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This game matters to them. And I think they're okay. They're not a good team, but they're okay. okay. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars minus two and a half against the Broncos. I'll lay those points. I actually feel really good about this one. I do not hate that pick at all. Um, how about uh, James Rob- is it James Robinson? I know it's Robinson getting traded um, to the Jets. Yeah. And so it's going to be Travis Etienne show in uh, Jacksonville from here on out. And he's, he's looked apart this year. You know, people criticize him a ton last year because he didn't look great in preseason and he gets hurt. And he's, he's balling. Great fantasy, late fantasy pickup if he's still available in your league, by the way. All right. <clears throat> My second game, Neil. Yes, sir. Your Chicago Bears, yes, sir, are going to Dallas. They are. Dallas is favored by nine and a half. That is correct. That's kind of shocking a little bit. 
It's a big number. Big number. Mm-hmm. But that's not where I'm going, Neil. Okay. The under is at 42 and a half. I'm taking under 42 and a half. Ezekiel Elliott, I've heard, is not going to play. Don't know if that's true, just what I heard. But I'm taking the Bears-Cowboys under 42 and a half. Dude, like, Dax Prescott, Dak, Dax, Dak Prescott, he's not the best quarterback in Dallas. He may be the most talented, but for some reason, they don't move the ball well when he's quarterbacking. Cooper Rush actually gave him a little bit of, because they had to be creative and do some things. Um, and the Bears defense, solid, good defense. My man, Eddie Jackson, back there. And we know about the Cowboys' defense. Like, Justin Fields may throw 64 picks. The only way this goes over is if Dallas's defense scores 44 points by themselves. I'm taking the under at 42-and-a-half. Okay. Well, for my second pick, I'm going to stay right there in your stadium, AT&T Stadium, Arlington, Texas. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nine and a half is a big number. Ain't that big. I've watched the Bears. I've watched the Dallas defense. I love the under for you, by the way. I think you're on. I don't think the Bears can score, and if you told me that Dallas defensively does score, I'd buy it. I'm taking. Who the, has a better chance to score, the Dallas defense or the Chicago offense? It's close. <laughs> I'm taking Dallas. I'm laying nine and a half, and I actually feel pretty good about it. I think they blow out the Bears at home. Well, you said, and I think Prescott's going to get going a little. There was some rust. He had not played since week one, and the rust showed last week. Yeah, but dude, it bothers me. 
Were you surprised Monday Night Football with your Bears dominate, uh, dominating the game? Yeah, I was surprised. I thought it had more to do with New England being chaotic than it had to do with what the Bears did. But look. Did you see the pick that they, they've shown on Twitter that Mac Jones picked that he threw right before they pulled him? Yeah. It hit the wire. Have you seen that? No, I have not. Yeah, so they they got it on, on Twitter, social media, hitting the TV wire, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it comes down. Like, it didn't affect the spiral, but it, it moved the ball. How about that? Somebody got their ass ripped for that. Well, sometimes I've been down on the field for the CBS games or whatnot, and that camera gets a little low, and you're like, dude, that thing's in the way. They used to do a good job. The problem is, is, I mean, it's usually out of the way because they'll actually move the camera because those – the way it works, you know, they'll move the camera where it picks the cord up somewhere. But I'm surprised that it's taken this long for something like that to happen. Yeah. But uh, were you going to say something? I apologize. I can't remember uh, now. Speaking of the Patriots, yeah, they're going to the Jets. Big AFC East divisional game. J E T S. Jets. 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 Yeah. And the Patriots are favored by two and a half points. I'm aware. Guess what, Neil? It's not enough. Oh, you think they win by more than that? I'm joking. Okay. The Jets plus two and a half. I should have said it's too many. <laughs> I'm taking the Jets plus two and a half. I like that pick a lot. At home against the Patriots. Little worried about losing Brees Hall. He meant so much to the Jets. And without him, it's an adjustment. But they got Robinson quickly. So they, they, they'll probably fix that. I like everything that the Jets are doing right now. It's kind of like, dude, they haven't won in a while. And when you start winning, it's kind of contagious. And their their fans are bought in. How about the city of New York that su- suffered in the NFL for a long time? You got the Giants doing good, the Jets doing good. Yeah, good time to be a New York fan in football for sure. All right, you are on the East Coast for your third pick. I'm going West for mine. Okay, let's do it. The San Francisco 49ers head to L.A. The last Rams home game you could get in for thirty six dollars. Are you serious? Yep. This game, the lowest get-in price is $193. Would you like to ask why? I think because people are coming south three hours. They're coming south. It's going to be a Niners home game is what it's going to be. And I'm looking for the Niners start picking up a little, uh, little momentum. If you told me a team gets on the tracks, that there's anybody that can threaten Philadelphia at the end of the season, might go Niners in the NFC. But does it – and I look, I don't disagree with you. But you know what they still have to do? They got to win – finish your pick. San Francisco, minus one and a half at the Rams. I'll lay the point and a half. I think the Niners win running I like, away. I like it. I'm concerned a little bit in the NFC, man. I mean, who are we – Who who's – where are we at with the – well, we, NFC talked about, right now. we talked about this on the Oxford Exxon podcast earlier today. If you said it's if, if the football gods dropped in here and said, no, Philadelphia, Philadelphia does not go to the Super Bowl. Who does? And then you do this little, if you have the bingo card, you're about to get a point. Thought exercise where you go, okay, well, who could it be? Is it Minnesota? I don't really like them. Is it uh, Dallas? I'm not, uh, I'm not ready to uh, discount Dallas, but now the knock on them and that you have to at least think about is that Prescott's not been winning playoff games. Um, then you go out. You know, it's not Green Bay. You go no. out west, and I think it's – so you talk about Seattle, and I don't know. 
And you talk about the Niners. With the Niners, you know, they just got another weapon in McCaffrey. The good defense. Garoppolo can manage game. Maybe it's them. Do you think – Maybe it's the Giants, just, but I'm not ready to do that. You made me think of something. Do you think that the reason that the Giants and the Seahawks are – their record records are what they are is because of what the NFC is this year? I'd have to go study you know who they've played. I, does actually, that make sense what I'm saying? It does. I just think both teams have played well. I mean, look, two teams that were supposed to be bad quarterback teams – in one case, the Giants, he's done a really good job of managing games. And in the other case, Geno Smith's really played well. Yeah, he has. I mean, Geno Smith's been good. He's made plays. Running back, running game's been good, and then the tight end room has been playing a lot better for him. And the Giants, Saquon Barkley has had an MVP caliber season. I mean, he, Saquon looks fantastic. And they, Dayball, to his credit, like right now today, I think if you said, hey, coach of the year, it's Brian Dayball. Without question. And, and the reason is, this is not who he is. He's much more open, past the ball, stuff like that. But they've built this thing. He goes, okay, I walked in. Here are my tools. And instead of going, hey, I'm going to take this, this square peg and beat it into this round hole, he went, no, no, no. I'm going to take, I'm, oh, I'm take the cylinder and put it in the round hole. Because he's got Saquon. And they've built it around Saquon. It's taken some pressure off David Jones. And he's played better. He has. It just bought like, and I'm with you on the 49ers. That's probably where I would go. Yeah. Dallas, I wouldn't, I mean, Dallas can be Dallas. But what's concerning is we're having this conversation about a team being the, the next, if it wasn't Philly, and their record is three and four. Yeah. Three and four. Yeah. They have a losing record. We're talking about them being the next best team in the NFC. But they're, you know, one, two games from being five and four. We're doing this in the AFC. Everybody's just counting out teams that are four and three. It's, it's no, still early. It's too early in the NFL. It's still early. All right. Down in Houston, Texas. Oh, you're going there. Okay. Okay. On Sunday. Yep. The Tennessee Titans. The really, really quiet Tennessee Titans have won four in a row. It looked really good doing it. And have it. looked really good, mm-hmm. and nobody's paying attention. They're I just have. I picked them last week. They're just really quietly just sneaking through the I, woods. I had them last week. Just playing little Bo Peep through the woods, looking to read a bedtime story called Backdoor McCrady. And you know what they're doing this weekend? What? They're going to kick the shit out of the Houston Texans. I have... The Tennessee Titans minus two and a half on the road at the Houston Texans. Hey, shout out to uh, my buddy Nick Suss, covers Ole Miss the last few years. This will be his first game on Sunday as the new Tennessee Titans beat rider. He'll be covering his last game covering Ole Miss on Saturday night, and then he'll um, head over to Houston and pick up the Titans. Congrats to him. Oh, so he's going from like, College Station to Houston to start his game, his job the next day. The next day. Good for you. Yeah, how about that? How about so, a little two-week uh, sabbatical? <laughs> middle football season. It is what it is, baby. Got to cover it. Yeah. So, congrats to Nick. Yeah, that's congrats, Nick. He's a good dude. I like Nick. Oh, yeah, I like Nick a lot. All right. Um, I'm staying kind of in the same division. Well, this is your fourth game, correct? My fourth pick. Okay. Same division, but I'm heading uh, to the nation's capital. Oh, Actually, I'm not. I'm heading to Indianapolis. They're playing a team from the nation's capital. That's the rumor. You got uh, two new quarterbacks. Everybody's Matt Ryan benched. Mm. Done. Mm. Carson Wentz benched. <laughs> He's hurt, right? 
Well, whatever. <laughs> For some yeah. reason, I like he's on IR. I, I like the Colts here. I like uh, I like Indianapolis minus the three at home mm. against the Commanders. The Redskins. Yeah. The Have Red- you? Has it got out of your mind yet? No, it'll never get out of my mind because when we were little kids, we um, my one of my brothers had a Redskins. He had a uniform for Christmas. Yeah. And he always had a, so he became a Redskins fan. I don't think he is anymore, but he had a Redskins helmet and he had a Redskins stuff. And so they'll always be the Redskins. Yeah, I grew up liking them too. All right, my last game, Neil. They had a great uniform. Ooh. Back in the Joe Theismann, John Riggins days, that was a great uniform. Yeah. My last game, Neil. Okay. There's a saying that I have, and it's you ride them. Until she bucks you, mm-hmm. or you don't ride at all. The New York Giants, yeah, are going to your Seattle Seahawks, yeah. That you rode. I have ridden them hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta. Oh, hey, Cole, clip that, Cole, clip that, Cole. That's got to be a tweet. All right, we'll we'll get Twitter mad at us too. Yeah. All right, the, the New York Giants. I can't focus now. They're going to Seattle. Well, think about me, I had a bite to eat yet. I'm like feeling lightheaded <laughs> with the citrulline running through my. I'm like, whoa! A couple of times, I'm like, hey, stay, stay, stay conscious. The Giants are getting three points. Yep, I'm taking the New York Giants plus three oh. on the road wow. at Seattle. Now, I will tell you personally what I will do. I got to take because that's what it is for the podcast. I am going to bet this game, and I am going to take the Giants. I will probably buy half a point. Because I always get screwed when it's three. So I'll probably buy it up to three and a half and take them on uh, Sunday, personally. I'm going to shock you here with my fifth pick. And, hell, I'm kind of shocking myself. Because I don't like this team, but I like this line. Okay? You better not be doing what I think you're about to do. I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it. Sure am. The New Orleans Saints at home against the Raiders. I know it's Andy Dalton and all that. I get it, but I'm getting a point at home against the Raiders, and I don't think the Raiders are any good either. They find new ways to lose games week after week after week. Give me the Saints plus a point at home. Laura, I, I tried. Um, I've done well in the NFL. I don't want to hear it from you. I, I, have, I tried. I've beaten you in the NFL. You're going to bet. like We got all these games, and you're going to take the freaking Aints. Yeah, I mean, look, I like some other games. I, I, Has Chase been, like, no, trying to convince you how no. good the Aints are? I, I liked Minnesota minus three and a half, but I don't like them, enough. They're, they're, I don't like them that much. Um, and I almost took Seahawks minus three, but I don't trust them against the Giants. The Giants have looked good, and when you have Saquon and you can run the football, you can get beat on this. I actually was, like, had it in my pool. I was actually going to take the Raiders. Okay. But I didn't. I didn't because, and you're probably onto something here. I'm just busting your balls a little bit. I don't like when West Coast teams come over and play the noon game. That's one of the things. You know, I know. It's, it's, it is difficult. People are like, oh, it's just a couple hours. It's a big it's difference. Two hours. Yeah, it's a big difference. So it's a t- in Vegas, it's a 10 a.m. game. Yes, which means that you're having to get up. At 6. It's, no, you're having five. to eat at 6. You're and these pro guys, yes. I don't know what it is in the pros. You get in this regiment in college where you're like, okay, you're, you eat four hours, you know, 
But in the NFL, these guys feel like they got to get to the stadium 14 hours for the game to get ready. Yep. I guess they're older and they feel like they got to get their muscles going. I don't know. That's exactly what it is. So they're getting to the stadium at what's about 6.30 a.m. for them. It's crazy. Which is not what they ever do. They're, yeah. Every other day of the week, they're asleep at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. So I just think it, I think it's real. It does. I, I agree. And the Saints are just kind of there, and you're giving me an NFL team at home with the point, and I'm just going to take it. All right. Because I'm not – the only other one I liked, and for the, some of the same reasons, but the damn Cardinals are better on the road than they are at home, and I don't trust <laughs> no. them. They might go uh, to Minnesota and win. I don't trust them either. I've been. I'll look at that one. That three and a half was was nice. It was enticing, yeah. but, but if you told me that Minnesota only beat Arizona by two points or three points, I'd, I'd I I like, wouldn't be surprised. I liked your Jags pick. Um, I like you took the Colts. Is that right, or you took the Commanders? I took I took Jacksonville. I took the Niners. I took Dallas minus nine and a half. Indianapolis minus three, and the Saints plus a point. Okay, I got the Ravens tonight plus two. I got the Cowboys Bears under forty two and a half. I have the Jets plus two and a half. I have the Titans minus two and a half, and then I have the Giants plus three. All right, before we get into our college games, I want to tell you we're brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs with 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Also, let them take care of all your tailgating needs this season. Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. You can order online at walkons.com or on their very convenient walk-ons app. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland. We're also brought to you by Clean Side Wipes. They uh, kills COVID, 30 seconds. Broad-spectrum, hospital-grade, antimicrobial efficacy, citric acid base, no harsh chemicals, simple one-step, no rinse, cleaning, and disinfecting. Removes film left over by harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol. It's got the lowest toxicity rating allowable by the EPA. And that means it poses the lowest risk to the health of employees, patients, students, customers, or the environment. It's citric acid-based, clean-side, germicidal wipes that deliver powerful efficacy against pathogens without the potential of harmful effects from other chemical disinfectants. And it's all-in-one, easy-to-use wipes. Great for schools. Daycares, nurseries, hospitals, long-term care facilities, office buildings, households, and more. Check them out in a ready-to-use spray or in the aforementioned wipe. Get in touch with our guy Todd Abbott at Wipes, that's W-I-P-E-S, and Gloves, no ampersand, Wipes, A-N-D, Gloves, at gmail.com. Real quick before we get to college, um, GJ asked, about teaching the defensive linemen to bat down balls. So defensive linemen, I mean, they're not really – you can't really teach somebody how to bat down a ball, but they do if you don't get a pass rush. So once you get stoned on pass rush, that's when they're told to put their hands up to bat the ball. So you're either trying to get to the quarterback or you're trying to bat the ball one or the other. <clears throat> some, some places um, are better at it than others. Um, example, like if you were a – if you're a penetrating defensive line or you're blitzing or you're trying to get upfield and create penetration, you're not going to get as many batted balls because you're trying to, you know, work the edge of a defend of the offensive line. But when you're playing a three-down scheme, which is not all three-down schemes, so let's don't get them all cranked up about three-down, four-down stuff. But if you're working, a, if you're what, a, what they call a two-gap technique where you're running down the middle of somebody and you're trying to play run or whatever and you get stoned, 
that's when you'll get your hands up. So you actually see more um, batted balls on first and second down in odd schemes than you do um, in any other scheme. Um, and then Sammy asked, in my coaching career, name one pregame meal that you thought was so stellar that you went back for seconds and thought about thirds. Uh, that would be none of them. <laughs> um, my favorite pregame meal as a coach was like really later in the career because when you would play morning games because some coaches will let you just crush if it's breakfast. They would let you eat more instead of having a plated meal. Um, but pregame meal, if it's like a later game, if you're eating basically 1030 on, it's not, you don't have a choice. They're giving you a plated meal and you're done. Um, but the breakfast buffet, pretty, it's pretty good. That breakfast would be the answer to that. All right. You ready to roll college? Yes. All right. Give me the, I'm going to start off. Are you, are you good with the money line? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay doing this one? Yeah, you're good. Okay. So I'm starting off tonight. I'm going to go backwards on you. I'm going with my money line. Tonight, 9 o'clock. I think it's FS1. I have to look. But tonight at 9 o'clock. So it'll be a late, late game. My wife will be all excited because I have the TV on all night long. I'll be up watching. The Washington State Cougars are at home against the Utah Utes. Yep, they are. The spread is Utah is favored by seven. That's correct. But that's not where I'm going, Neil. This is my money line pick of the week. Yep. I'm taking the Washington Cougars. Washington State Cougars. Washington State Cougars. Let me get that right. Straight out of Pullman, Washington. Yep. It's a very difficult trip. Mm -hmm. You have to fly into Idaho, actually. It's about eight miles from Moscow, Idaho, in case you're curious. I'm taking the Washington Cougars on a tough trip, a tough – they're really good at home. Utah struggles on the road. Washington State's a sneaky good team. I think the odds on this are terrific. I do too. I'm taking – and I'm actually going to bet this with my own money. So, if you lose, we're losing together. I'm taking Washington State. I will bet it myself. I've already placed the wager. I put a one-unit bet on Washington State plus 228 tonight against Utah. Well, you you see what I wrote down. You and I do not exchange notes. Uh, it was my, it was my number one pick in my money line. D, I mean, just saying we're pretty good and we agree. I hope, but because you didn't do it, I'll lose it and you'll hit yours. That's how it works. For right now, I'm gonna go. I'll go somewhere else. I'll go with my first pick. I tell you what I'll do. I tell you what I'll do. I'll cover myself. I love the line. Okay. I'll take Washington State plus the seven. Okay. Uh, against Utah, I'll take it Washington State to at least cover. I like that. I like that, dude. I, I, I actually, really like. I actually Washington saw. State, man. I, I saw some some priors on this, and everything points towards Washington State covering and and and. They're busting out the retro helmets too, and tonight. having a real shot to win the game. Like, and I, I know. All kidding aside, I know that we got a lot of SEC fans in here. If you want to be like, dude, their offense is like these are two entertaining. This is going to be an entertaining football game. Oh yeah, this will be great. This is great. Football. This will be a really good game. Probably the best football game to like watch as a fan on all night long. Now the problem is it's at nine o'clock. So if you got to go to bed before nine thirty, and you have to, you know, if you're waiting for five thirty to, to watch Jeopardy, okay. And you want to watch Will of Fortune at six, and you want to eat your your dinner at four thirty and go to bed. Hey, it's or, not for you. Or have a red dragon. Have a red dragon. Keep your ass up and go watch the game. It's a good game. Three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine. You're going to get some BCAAs. You're going to get electrolytes. You don't have to worry about sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and make it all the way through that late night game. 
and achieve your goal of seeing Washington State cover a seven-point line, maybe even win the game, check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get this. I'm going to get one more non-SEC game because I'm going SEC heavy today. I see that. All right. Got a quick you versus quick you game happening on, on Saturday. Uh-oh. That's not so good. I hope they're not listening. Oof. I hope one team's not listening. But the Cincinnati Bearcats are on the road, mm-hmm. and they're going to Central Florida the Knights. Yep. Cincinnati is getting a point and a half. I had them actually getting two. I'll, I'll take it. Okay. All right. I haven't won half a look, but I'll take two. Okay. I'm taking Cincinnati plus two at Central Florida. This is this is frightening where we're going. <laughs> I love this pick. In fact, I think Cincinnati wins big. Um, Cincinnati plus two at UCF. I, I, I think um, I actually looked at it as a money line, but Vegas agrees with me because there's not a lot of value. It's in like this. even money, right? It's like plus plus one hundred. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. Um, I love the Bearcats here. They're really good. It's 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 one of the. Uh, I think you're picking another game in a minute. So I'll I'll leave it. I'll leave this. Okay. I'll leave that thought alone for a minute. I I I like uh, I like the Bearcats here. I'll tell you this: the the uh, the job that he's done at at Cincinnati Fickle. Maybe yeah. he's just happy there, and he's never leaving. I don't know. And I don't know what his deal is. Would he fit in a different region of the country? But if I'm an AD, he's on my short list. He lost a bunch of dudes to the NFL, including his quarterback and including a cornerback in Sauce Gardner, who's a freaking stud. I mean, Sauce Gardner is a cut-the-field-in-half cornerback who is excelling at the NFL level as a rookie. And they've just figured it out. And, dude, and you know how much I love the guy. I don't need to tell everybody this, but I will, tell, I will like, Luke Fickle, Matt Campbell at Iowa State, I cannot, like, I deal with a bunch – of yeah. schools, right? So I know their organization. I know how they recruit. I know, you know, how they go about things. I'm overly impressed. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, like, and I and people, I know the record. People, people do this here where they go, well, what if Kiffin leaves? Then he leaves. I You'll know what. I, the first thing I would do, literally, the two names you just named, I would call both of them, and I would say, here's the job. Do you want it? And when they said no, I'd say, okay, here's another million. Until they said yes. Or until I got to a point where it's like, okay, well, listen, I enjoy the raise that I just got you at Iowa State or Cincinnati. I'm hiring one of those kinds of guys. I'm hiring a program guy to come in and run a program. These guys are legit. Fickle, I'm telling you, the job Fickle has done at Cincinnati this year is going completely under the radar because they lost the on, first game. Because they lost their first game. Yeah. And while I'm saying that, I'll tell you two more that. They're not having great years this year, okay. or what everybody thinks. But I will tell you this: they're going to be they're going to be just fine. And everybody's like, "Oh, right, the world's falling out. He's overrated, dude." Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Yeah, he's got a really good pedigree. Run, and hey, I think he's going to be okay. He's running an organization. I get, the, I see it. I mean, I'm not yeah. an idiot, but the way he runs his organization, impeccable. Yeah, and this is the one that's probably going to shock you. Okay, Brent Venables at Oklahoma. I see it. I get it. The way he runs his organization, impeccable. Okay. And That's I, interesting. And I, and I get – I see it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with – I get – but I just want you to know the other side of it. Yeah. Like, dude, they're good, man. 
All right. All right, what do we got? I'm going SEC the rest of the way. Okay. All right. My next pick, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yep. Are going to Jordan-Hare Stadium. They're getting three and a half points. They're giving three and a half points. They're what? They're giving points. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. They are three and a half getting, points. If they're getting points, then I'm, I'm changing a pick. <laughs> they are three and a half point favorites. That is correct. All right. That is correct. I get, I'm sorry. That's okay. Guess what now? I don't know. It's not enough. I really, uh, I think this is going to be probably a double digit game. I'm taking Arkansas big in this one. See, I don't think this is going to be a double digit game. I like Arkansas, but I think the line's about right. But if you told me, now look, Arkansas is getting some defensive guys back. This was the team that I was referencing a minute ago when we do this thing about, well, they lost a game. And if you do the schedule game, you and I talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. right? I do this all the time as a way to think to myself, hey, as you write this about certain teams, ask if they had played a different schedule, what would their record be? Arkansas played a pretty heavy schedule early. They did. And and they they paid for it. If you think about what's happened to them, right, they lost that weird game against Texas Mm A&M in College Station. Should have won it. Yep. Lose to Alabama, which everybody's going to Lost Alabama at home. And then lost at Mississippi State without their quarterback. Go around the SEC. How many teams in the SEC lose their quarterback, go to Mississippi State and win? Right. A few, yeah, but not many. Maybe two. Not many. Georgia would do it. Alabama. Alabama would do it. Don't even say it. They wouldn't do it either. That might be it. So be careful with the whole, they suck, they're done. Then go look at their offensive numbers. They're putting up serious numbers. They lost a bunch of guys in the secondary. They're getting a few back. I'm still got questions about them. And I actually think Harston's got his team where they're going to play hard. I think this is a track meet. Yeah, I think you talk the, about entertaining games. Yeah. I think this one's I'm got a chance it. to be really entertaining. I just think over a course of sixty minutes, I think the things like I don't think Auburn can attack offensively what needs to be done to Arkansas's defense. I don't think they can throw the ball yeah, well you, enough. You, you beat them in the air. You beat them in the air. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Right. Now he's running around all that stuff, but I have not right. seen him truly throw somebody to victory. Um, until that happens, that may happen Saturday. But it could. I'm taking Arkansas minus three. I, I think he's got a chance to be a really entertaining game. All right, what you got? Third game. My third game. Saw this team play in person. Yeah, we're good. Saw this team play in person last week. They lost. They're going to bounce back. South Alabama's going to Arkansas State. He's got their attention now. They might have gotten a little lightheaded. People starting to talk about getting boats and the Cotton Bowl and. All that got taken away. It's quickie versus quickie again this weekend. But uh, I also saw a lot culture-wise just standing on the sideline. And my bet, strong bet, is that they bounce back and bounce back big in Jonesboro. I like South Alabama minus 10 at Arkansas State. I don't mind the big number. Tough place to play. Um, It is. I didn't even talk to Kane. I don't know if they're staying in – I know they're leaving like noon tomorrow. I'm assuming they're staying in Memphis. Uh, But – Yeah, those were the original OG Quick U clients. I think those was clients number one and two. Is that right? Back in the day, yeah. I'm surprised you're not going over there to hug people. I know, dude. I just, uh, yeah, I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, all right. 
my next game, mm-hmm. and I refuse to change the name of it, the largest co- outdoor cocktail party is taking place. I don't give a shit what they call it now. I'm Good. not being PC today. Brought to you by PC. Oh, as opposed to yesterday when you were PC. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Florida, I guess technically is a road team, I think, against Georgia in the 50-50 game in Jacksonville. Yep. Georgia, 22 and a half points. Georgia's favored by 22 and a half. Yep. Guess what, Neil? You're going to tell me it's not enough. It's too much. I agree. I think, dude, here's the game. This is one of the most interesting games I want to see. Billy, pretty smart guy. This is Billy's first like shot with like a real team to play against that defense that he knows so well. He's going to know the – I wish he had a little better quarterback. He's I fine. wish he had a little he's more fine. of a versatile quarterback. He will – he'll be all right. Okay. Um, it's better than he, when he was at ULL going to play Alabama. Well, um, sure. But, like, I remember when they played Alabama, they got killed, but Billy put him in some schematical – put Nick in some schematical quandaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in that. Okay. I want to see that. I think, but then in this game, I think this is like the largest line in the history of this. It deal is. It's or something the largest. Like it's the largest line in the history of of this rivalry. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying Georgia's going to win the game, but dude, 22 and a half. That's too much. I'm taking Florida plus 22 and a half. All right. I'm going to the Big 12 next. Taking a uh, taking a team that's going on the road in the Big 12. <laughs> To a place that's tough to play. But I'm uh, trusting culture here. <laughs> you're just riding them like Zorro. Give me the Baylor Bears. Oh, you're the wrong one. The Baylor Bears plus two. Yeah, I, I do ride Oklahoma State. I really thought that's where you're going. And and but they didn't make my list this week. I left the, I gave them in Western Kentucky a week off. <laughs> okay. Uh Baylor plus two at Texas Tech. That is bold. It is. It's bold. I like I like Baylor. I think I know what I see. Like, oh, I agree. I'm with you. The thing that scares me to death is like Lubbock is where people go to die. Yeah. Dreams oh, go to die. Dreams go to die there for sure. It's tough. I, I mean, regardless of how much I like a spread, I always stay away from that unless I'm betting on Texas Tech. All right. Back in the SEC. The Missouri. Is this Te- our fourth pick? This is four. Okay. No, this is my fifth one. So what have I picked so far? You picked Washington State plus seven. You picked Baylor. You picked Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's free. Okay. Gotcha. You good? Yeah. All right. Missouri Tigers are going to South Carolina, to Columbia. South Carolina is favored by four. Yep. Guess what, Neil? Uh, I actually think Missouri is going to cover this line. I won't be surprised if Missouri wins this game straight up. I disagree. <laughs> it's not enough. I think South Carolina wins big. Really? Big. W- based on? Big. Just because? Did, did they get a new quarterback? Dude, what, uh, what What have you seen from Missouri that makes you feel like they're going to win this Their game? quarterback numbers are better than South Carolina's. Dude, do you watch football? Yes, Spencer Rattler's bad. Did you see that offensive performance they put against Vandy last week? Yeah, it was bad. What about the week before, or 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 the week before? When have they had a – like, do you know what their best win is, by the way? Louisiana Tech? Yeah, and they beat Abilene Christian. Congratulations. Yeah, Abilene Christian's nasty. Yeah, I mean, they haven't won – like, I mean, they beat Vandy. That's who they've beaten. I, I'm I'm South okay. Carolina right here. All right. All it's it's okay. at home, too. That's a big one because it's right. at South Carolina. But minus four, I'm all in on that. 
So this is my fifth pick. Okay, yeah. yeah. My order got messed up because Cincinnati was down lower on my sheet. All right, I'm staying in the Big 12. Staying in the Big 12. And uh, I don't feel great about this one, but I like the line. And I know how hard it is to play at this place. And this team rises up at home in a way that is weird. Give me West Virginia plus seven and a half. They've been good to me so far this year. West Virginia plus seven and a half at home against TCU. TCU's played game after game after game. And teams, hey, we're at the point in the year where unbeatens go get beat. Dude, I, I low-key looked at that from the money line. <laughs> That's a tough place to play. It's a tough place to play. Neil needs it. He needs it. They'll get jacked up for it. Uh, and TCU I, is just absolutely do a letdown. I like that pick. I like that pick. By the way, for everybody telling me that you bet Mizzou early in the week and then with Neil, that makes me feel even better about my pick because I'm telling you, man, everybody's South Carolina's trash. They're trash. No, Dude, they're 5-2, and two, and yeah. they got Missouri and Vanderbilt coming in in the next two weeks. They're 5-2. and two. They are. They, they, like, I, they should be 7-2. and two They should. And After they, nine they, games, no, they, 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 they suck. They caught a break on Kentucky. But but their losses are if respectable. My ha- if my aunt had balls, she'd I be my it. uncle. I get it. They caught – they uh, but their losses, they lost at Arkansas and they lost to uh, – who else did they lose to? They lost to Arkansas and they lost to Georgia. Yeah, they have very respectable losses. It's it's why – you do the schedule thing, yeah, just – Yeah, I, it we'll, is what it is. It, it's – yeah. So, by the way, if they get to – if they win the next two games – they will be exactly where I said they would be preseason. Just want to throw that out there. All right, my last game. Yep. The Kentucky C-A-T-S. Cats, cats, cats. Yeah. This big is- Blue Nation. Quick you client, Big Blue Nation, going into Knoxville, Tennessee, Rocky Top on Saturday. Rocky Top is favored by 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. Neil? It is too much. I agree with you. I'm taking the Kentucky freaking Big Blue Nation Wildcats all over. I'm just kidding. They will cover the spread at Kentucky plus 12 and a half. I think the key to this game is going to be tempo. Um, you know, I think – Kentucky can slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see a game very similar to what you saw here in Oxford a couple weeks ago um, or about a month ago now. Yeah. I think they're going to try to slow it down. They've had a week off. Levis is back, feeling a little bit better. Brown's back. Brown's back. Rodriguez, Rodriguez is healthy. healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I dude, I, I like this one. Let's say I thought about this as a money line game. Yeah. At worst, yeah. at worst, I think this is a backdoor McCready. At worst, I mean, because twelve and a half, I mean, you could be up, be down seventeen points and get one late, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, but this game, I think Kentucky, dude. Here's the deal with Tennessee, too, and for the fans to understand this with Tennessee, is Tennessee, I mean, they're cutting half the field off every read, and Hooker's even re- he's reading half the field. If it's not there, he's taking off running. That's their offense. If they can prevent that, dude, I, I, I like them, man. I, and then, every, look, Georgia and Tennessee playing Florida and Kentucky, but you got, you, you're human. You know what's coming next week. Oh, yeah. I see two covers coming the other way. It's interesting. I don't. I don't. I don't. My two favorite games of the week, actually, by the way. These two. Yeah, Georgia, uh, Florida plus twenty-two and a half, and uh, Kentucky plus twelve and a half. My two favorite games of the week. All right, I'm going to the ACC for my money line pick. Okay. Getting a home team that's hot. That 
the quarterback played really well against this team a year ago. <laughs> Give me Louisville, a three-and-a-half-point dog at home against Wake Forest. The money line's 150. Wow. Again, we're at this time. The upsets start coming now. Yeah. The teams come to reality. I just think reality starts to strike. Give me Louisville on the money line. My, my initial money line pick was Washington State, but for the sake of being different, I'll, I'll, I'll take Wake. You notice the SEC game I didn't touch, the only one? Uh, you did not touch Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Dude, I dug into it because I wanted you to touch it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't either. Like, legitimately. I, I picked Ole Miss close. Um, I think I had Ole Miss by three or four, and that's – I don't think there's a single thing you could tell me if I didn't watch the game and you say, hey, Tyler, the score was this. I don't think there's a single thing you could tell me that I would be surprised on. I don't think you could tell me that Ole Miss blew them out. Okay, cool. You could tell me that Texas A&M blew Ole Miss out. Okay, I can see it. Cool. Sure. Yeah, I can too. You can tell me it'd be a close game. Okay, cool. I have no idea. Over, under, I, I, none. Yeah. I don't have any feeling. And I've looked at it. I've studied it. i watched film. I think I, it's none. a close game in the 20s. That's what I think. But I could be dead wrong. I don't know. A&M's weird. You never know what you're going to get. Is this going to be the proud last stand or have they quit? With Ole Miss, what you don't know is are they healthy enough? Are they healthy enough to stop anybody? If A.J. Finley doesn't play, if Troy Brown can't play much, if Cedric Johnson can't play much, is the same defense that gave up 28 points to Vanderbilt and 34 points to Auburn and 45 points to LSU, are they going to stop Texas A&M? I don't know. Does A&M have any quarterback play at all? I don't know. Is it a freshman making his first start? I don't know. Not scared of Haynes King, but is he hurt? I don't know. Devin A. Chain is going to run wild? Maybe. Yeah, that's is, the thing. Is, like- is Quinshawn Judkins going to run wild? Maybe. Can Ole Miss protect against that defensive front a week after LSU's defensive front just ate them alive? I don't know. There's so many questions about these two teams. It's the damnedest thing. It's week nine. This is week nine. I have no idea. And I've covered, I've covered the team. I don't feel like I've, I've neglected my beat. And I don't have a read on Ole Miss. When someone goes, how good is it? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Is like, like Corey says right here, Corey says if A&M scores in the upper 30s, that would be shocking. But if you told me, Why? That, if Why you told me that Vanderbilt scored 28, I'd be like, bull crap. I mean, it's if you not, told me that Auburn scored 34, like, no way. Right. I mean, like, and I legitimately felt that way going in the games because I bet only under. I mean, I proved it, right? And so – I mean, LSU scored 42 points in the last three quarters. I think the key for Ole Miss, and I do think this, if the football gods came down and said, I'm not going to tell you the result, but I'll let you ask me one question, I'd say, tell me the first quarter score. Because if Ole Miss jumps on them, I think it's over. Or if they don't. Then I think they're in trouble. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, I could be dead wrong. I'm, I'm admitting out loud that I just don't know. But if you told me that the end of the first quarter, it's seven to six Ole Miss, I'm like, uh-oh, they're in trouble. And if you tell me on the flip side, if you tell me it's 17 to three, like it was last week, I'm like, Ole Miss is going to blow them out. I don't think A&M can come back. And I don't think they have the mentality to come back. As opposed to LSU, who had come back a number of times this year. Brendan's girlfriend. Oh. Let me get rid of them. I wonder what I said. To... I'll tell you later. I know what you Did said. Did I say it? Not intentionally. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That's about it. I, I just, you know. If I was if, if I was A&M, your two things, what I would do if I was, well, if I was coaching against Ole Miss defensively, I would bring pressure away from the back on rundowns. Not 
not pass downs, run rundowns. And f- would not allow, especially when Evans is in the game, because if he, pl- if he goes, I don't know if he's going or not. But, I don't either. And then I would I would slow slow play the back the back side backers because I would force them to cut it back. And then if they are passing and doing RPOs, I can get pressure on the front side away from the back on uh, quarterback. And then offensively, if I'm playing against Ole Miss, and Texas A&M can do this, but they've kind of gotten away from it. The last couple of weeks, they've gotten real spready, spready. Mm-hmm. Just run right at them. No Down question. freaking hill field. No question. Stop getting in the shotgun and letting A-chain run sideways. I'm talking about old school, Peyton Manning, turn around, hand the ball, let him go downhill. Um, if, if, if I'm Texas A&M, Devin A-chain's getting a minimum of 20 carries and probably more like 25 to 30 carries. And then I'm going to see if I can't get you to start cheating a little and they've got speed on the outside and then I'm going to try to take beat you over the top. Yeah. And if but I'm Ole Miss's linebacker play, look, if Troy's not there, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest here, their linebacker play is subpar. If Troy's not there or if Troy gets hurt and Troy Brown and he can't play, I'm running right at you. I'm going right at you. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then I, I probably wasn't going to win anyway. But I'm not doing the cute thing. And, and doing what Jim, Jimbo overthinks. And this is why I'm probably at the end of the day I'm picking Ole Miss is because I don't think Jimbo knows how to get the hell out of his own way. Yeah. I, and Ole Miss, for Ole Miss to win, I think they have to, if I was Ole Miss, regardless of who the quarterback is, I would stack the box. And I'd play man free. Yeah. And I would walk myself. And I, you don't have to. And here's the well, thing. You taking, don't have to go to four down. I'm going to take a chain away. I'm going to make you beat me with your quarterback. I would walk the safeties down. They've done this before. It's not yeah, rocket science. Right. Um, but I would – I would. we're playing what it essentially looks like, eight in a box, if not nine in a box, and I'm making you throw the ball over the top to beat me. Drew says in the thread, I heard everyone is playing besides Trigg. That's not – it's not the issue of who starts out. It's who can finish. <laughs> yeah. And they, I mean, they've got guys – look, they've got guys who have separated shoulders. They're going to shoot them up. They're going to strap them up. But when the shoulder go. comes out again, if it does, they're done. Well, you have guys with hamstrings. You've got guys with ankles. If the ankle – if the medicine wears off and they turn it again, he's out. If the hamstring gets re-aggravated, they're out. The problem with the whole – everybody's back. They're back, but they're not healthy. Dude, if so you're not you just, 100% healthy, like – and that – that's the problem in itself. The problem is not who's starting. The problem is depth. Because then if somebody can't go, now your depth is now a guy that never plays. Right. And so you have to – and that's why the SEC dude, a lot of times, everybody wants to know why Alabama wins. Everybody wants to know why Georgia wins. Because they, plug, they, have they a can lot. plug and play. And, I'll, and that we'll end on this and make sure you know that. But the one exercise we did, I think I've told you about this. I just don't remember if it was on podcast or not. The one exercise we did at Alabama that I thought was really cool at the uh, beginning of every year when we got to camp, Nick would hand us or have the operations guy hand us a roster. Okay. These are, back then it was 105, right? He's like, I want you to rank the players that you think are the best players, one through 105. Every coach. Every coach, everybody in the building. Okay. And he would take that and we'd go over to staff meeting. And he said, you are going to be as good. Your team is as good as player number 41 through player number 60 is. So he would take players number 41 and 60, and we'd talk about those. As good as players 41 through 60 are oh, great is point. how good your team is going to be at the end of the year. Because that's your depth. Because that's your depth. Because everybody in the SEC Everybody has dudes. 22 good ones. Everybody has dudes. Everybody has jacks or just another guy. Everybody has the end. Everybody, has, But how good is that 40 through 60 player? Oh, it's, it's we great. We did it. Lane's done an exercise it with uh, Coach Saban. We've, we've, gone, we've had those staff meetings yeah. every year. That's fascinating. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks to everybody for uh, being with us here on uh, McCready and Siski. Again, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. If you are just hanging out on MPW Digital today, and you should, I mean, what else the hell are you going to do? Um, Pete's Pigskin Preview comes up at 4 o'clock. Get you ready for Ole Miss at Texas A&M. That's a little more than an hour of uh, film and that kind of thing. A lot of, uh, actually get a little bit of an advanced look to it, Alabama, because you see a lot of Texas A&M, Alabama film from earlier in the season. And that at 6 o'clock, Greg Jones, Campbell McCready uh, clash again. It's uh, episode number nine of season three of The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. That's at six. And then at seven, it's pre-recorded, but it's a good show. I mean, I'm biased, but it's a good show. <laughs> I talked to David Nuno of TexAgs.com about uh, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. We also talk about the World Series. David used to do TV in Houston. He knows the Astros really well. Game one of the World Series is Friday night there in Houston. The Philadelphia Phillies, the Houston Astros going for uh, the commissioner's trophy and then uh, our our weekly visit with uh, Ben Mintz of Barstool Sports. We go through uh, a lot of the college games, talk about Ole Miss, Texas A&M, obviously, some other games as well, and then we jump into the National Football League as we do each and every week. So appreciate that. Um, I will be out at uh, Oxford Middle School, I guess, for the high school football stadium tonight. The big game, the game everybody's been waiting on. What are they playing? It's Oxford versus DeSoto Central. Okay. Getting rolling. A little, little uh, soccer opener. Girls start at 530. The boys play after that. So, be cheering for the Chargers tonight. Wish them well as they get their season started. So, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for being with us. We'll be back on Monday with another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. For Tyler, I'm Neil. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.